Duly asking Sol citizens to report for duty.
And greetings and welcome to another episode of Soul Citizen. Today we're talking about Microtech, giving a Microtech system tour. This is episode 173. So yeah, we've done 173 uh, videos of uh, shows of these, y'all. So <laughs> and hope we keeping the good record going. But before we get into the show, I want to introduce our co-host, uh, I believe. Tell us about yourself, real quick. Hey, y'all. Uh, it's my yeah. I'm Abdi. Uh, Abdi Johan. My name is actually Abdiwak, but I go by Abdi Johan on all the social medias and stuff. I am an artist, an illustrator, Twitch streamer. Um, I combine those two things on my streams. So if you want to watch a little bit of illustration, sketching while playing Star Citizen, you can uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Abdi Johan. And I'm also a soul citizen, uh, thanks to the wonderful work of Fastcart and, uh, and uh, Griff. So um, happy to be here. Happy to be here on another show. It's been a while, so I'm actually super stoked to be here. And you were, you were a guest on a different show earlier this week, weren't you? I was. I'm making the rounds for some reason. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my, my schedule opened up, so I was on uh, Yacht Club earlier this week. Hey, you and, didn't uh, tell nobody. Huh? <laughs> you didn't tell nobody, did you? You didn't tell nobody. Uh, nobody. Yeah, you know, honestly, the last week has been kind of crazy for me. They asked me mm. to do it two weeks ago, and I was like, um, I'm going on a trip with my family, uh, you know, camping and all that. And okay. I came back from camping, and then the show was like that night. So I was like, uh, well, here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> but happy to and be we here. Also... Good, to, good to be on a show with you too, man. And we're also joined by Jay Star Watcher. Jay, you, you're a Star Watcher everywhere, or you got different names too? <laughs> well, I do have uh, I do have my DJ alias when I'm on the People's Radio, which is DJ Sky. But mostly, I'm Jade Starwatcher in the verse and around the verse and on Soul Citizens and on Twitch and everywhere else. Like, so, yeah. If you see a really good Spectrum post that isn't like like most of the the spectrum posts it's jade star watcher uh, if it's like an actually informative post saying something that like is coherent and makes sense that's jade star watcher on spectrum oh uh, thank you i'm not the only one but thank you <laughs> and people can find you at the people on people radio right yeah people can people can find me on the people's radio i created the station i'm the program director and sometimes i even dj and produce songs so um cool, but cool. yeah yeah, and I'm also a uh, fast card. You can also call me FC if you want to too late to type out fast card. I know it's eight, eight letters opposed to two, so yeah, FC. You want to go there. But yeah, today it's September 17th, and as I said before, today's show is about Microtech, system tour Microtech. So let's hop to our oh, well, Before we do that, I just want to say thank you for everyone who's been donating to our um, ch ch charity fundraiser for St. Jude Children Hospital. We reached $3,000 on Thursday. So we'll be having a 12-hour live stream on the October 1st, uh, Sunday. Uh, we'll do 10, to 10, 10 Eastern to 10 Eastern, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. or 2, 2 p.m. Um, UTC to 2 a.m. UTC. So 12 um, 12 hours, and we will be including our regular scheduled um, show for Soul Citizens on that day. So it should be a lot of fun. So to help you, you can tune into that. And we will um, raise more money for students um, going to the hospital. So thank you for all that. All right. So, yes. Um, 
But yo, I I Tall DCI mentioned we were watching a video b- 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 before we we um we, 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 they cut to us. But it said New Babbage has my favorite music landing zone, and I'm and and I I, I feel the same way. How, how do you feel about the the, the, the New Babbage music? It's so like it's like epic. It's epic. Like it, I don't I don't like overusing that word, um, but uh, yeah, like it. it it's got that whole grandiose feeling where it starts off, you know, like with that, you know, little kind of crescendo into like, ah, oh, you're like here. And the, I mean, we didn't have clouds for a long time, but we got clouds now. And even before the clouds, it was just a beautiful place to, to land. So, um, and it's running better than it did when I first, you know, when it first <laughs> that's always the case. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like that's that's a nice thing. But uh, yeah, I love I love Microtech. It's a cool place. Yeah. And Strakadog, thank you for for the gift that's up to Alex the Drew. So thank you, Strakadog. What were you gonna say, Jade? Uh, I was gonna say it's my home away from home. That that's like my my home in Stanton. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you picked a good show to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, let's get started. So, first up, we're going to talk about, uh, well, Microtech. And uh, Stanton 4, so I'll be taking this one. Um, Stanton 4, Microtech is a large and generally cold planet that is home to the Microtech Corporation. The temperature is the result of an error during the UE terraforming process, which led to unusually dense cloud production. Microtech produces mobile glass here, a now standard piece of digital assertive technology used by nearly everyone in the empire. Although Morbid Glass has become their ubiquitous product, Microtech manufactures a wide variety of electronics, including those found in ship systems and various ATMs located around high population cities, including Area 18. This planet is a good place to start looking for advanced sensor technology, which could provide an edge while dogfighting. Land on planet is Land on the planet is leased to smaller corporations, including some of Microtech competitors, which solidifies the planet's reputation as the place for cutting-edge tech research and development. Buyouts among successful Stanton for space startups are common. So yes, that is uh, Microtech, the, um, the planet's suggesting Stanton, called Stanton 4. So yeah, um, any thoughts about um, the planet in general? They say it's a result of a terraforming era, and you know that's why you had different biomes, and like you had this really warm—not really warm—but you know you have a moderate um, um, biome in, in in one place, but then it's like frozen cold tundra in, in, uh, in others, right? Yeah. No, I I I love microtech. So, um, I started playing Star Citizen again. I took like a four-year hiatus or like a three-year hiatus from like 2017 to 2021. Um, but when I came back in, it was during uh, Xenothreat. Um, so, of course, everyone's spotting at Microtech to get to crew, uh, not crew, Mike 01. Um, Mike 01, yeah. Uh, coming back into the game after, you know, three or four years. And I don't remember ever, you know, like Microtech or anything like that. So, like, uh, it was just, like, such a shocking, like, whoa, look at this, like, train station and... Like, you know, look at the the way that you, like, go from the the uh, the HABs or, and, and that area to the spaceport, and it, everything just looks so beautiful. Like, the way that they designed it, is, like, was just so staggering to me, even though my frame rate was, like, 
like 10 frames per, se- 10 frames per second. I was like, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful frame per second. Each, <laughs> each frame is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. So uh, honestly, uh, it's only it's only gotten better for me, and I I feel like they've only improved it um, since since 2021. So it's it's been exciting to see. Cool. You have any thoughts, Jade? Um, it's my favorite planet in Stanton. So, yeah, my th- my thoughts on it are that um, you know, it. I love the lore about it too. Like, it's it sits on its uh, edge of the the like green zone, the habitable zone of Stanton. But then you know they they were terraforming it and had this accident. So they have this dense cloud cover and it's mostly cold, but then you do have temperate areas like around uh, Calhoun Pass Emergency Shelter. If anybody wants to know where like the green, you know, trees and that type of area, go to Calhoun Pass and, and you'll see, you know, a, a different microtech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So next up, we have Microtech, the, micro- the manufacturer. Uh, Jay, do you want to take that one? Sure. Microtech is a manufacturer of very a variety of electronics, digital displays, software, and computers, including the MobiGlass wearable computer. Founded on Earth in 2782 by programmer Magnus Tobin, today it is headquartered in New Babbage on their privately owned planet Microtech. The planet's cold temperature is ideal for the company's heat-sensitive computing and manufacturing centers. Widespread use of their products has made them the largest computer and software developer currently operating in the UEE, and their current CEO is Jess Alphonse. Yeah, so we'll probably cut, cover this a, a, a bit later, but um, they they make their famous mobile glass, and you know, like I said before, it's ubiquitous in UEE. Every, almost everyone had one. Or uh, if, if you don't have one, you know, you're you're doing something shady probably if you don't you probably don't have one but yeah um so yeah any thoughts about the microtech the, the, man, the manufacturer i i always thought it was like so interesting to me the dichotomy between they feel like the apple of of uh star citizen or samsung yeah or or, or Sam, i don't know i don't i don't see them putting as many as many like bloatware things on your phone i'm just kidding <laughs> um but uh but yeah, watching. they've always but go ahead. that way but the dichotomy between that and the fact that you can get uh uh those those hacking chips um at at microtech I, always, I don't i don't know if they're manufactured there but the fact that you can find them there always kind of like reminds you that even though it looks nice, it looks clean, um, there's always a shady undercurrent of like corporate tech and espionage and all that kind of stuff. To there's there's no good corporation in 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 uh, in Stanton. So um, oh, some are less good than others. <laughs> yeah, some some are le- some are some are less good than others. But um, it's just always kind of been a funny reminder to me. So. You know the that, and then the fact that like there's the idea that they chose like they used the coldness of this planet, the coolness of this planet, to their to their benefit and hosting their servers there and keeping them all frigid and and stuff like that. I know, I I don't know if there's like geothermal stuff going on with that too, but uh, it's it's always been kind of fascinating to me the way that they weaved that into the the lore of the planet. They could have just said it was a planet, you know. Right, it's, it's a planet microtech, and that's uh-huh. it. But no, they 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 went they, they, cool. they they went deep into that. That's why they do most stuff. That's why I love yeah, this so, 
Go ahead. You no, love that's, it. Why? I love it. that's why I love this game because they do go deep and stuff like Darn. that. And a good example is, you know, both with Microtech and Artcourt, they lease out space to their competitors. And, you know, at first thought, you, you think, oh, yeah, that's really nice of them. But, you know, in, real, in reality, it's probably just for spying. Yep. <laughs> Keep your enemies close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> With all their tech, totally. I could imagine them having all sorts of ways. I mean, even the fact that they have those hacking chips there, I feel like gives you the idea that, like, oh, they could, if they wanted to spy on you, if they wanted to use their tech to, like, you know, once, like, hacking tech comes in, I'm really curious to see, you know, how much how much you could, like, find your way from corporation to corporation to being like, oh, wait, this all starts at Microtech, you know, like... Yeah, you, you talk about bloatware before. Can you imagine? I imagine. <laughs> I, I imagine all uh, uh, like all the mobile glass probably had the back door and, and embedded in them somewhere. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're spying on everything that you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Abby, you want to take the history? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say they don't just make mobile glass. That's that's what we're most familiar with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Mm -hmm. yeah. They they make sim pods. They make stuff for surgical suites. They make avionics. So. Yeah, Microtech is everywhere. They run the gamut. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to take a history? Yeah. Uh, let me just get that queued up here. All right. History. Discovered in 2851, Stanton 4 is a super-Earth and one of four planets in the Stanton's, in Stanton's system's habitable zone. Full development of the system would have taken funds not readily available to the government at the time. After beginning initial terraforming, the UEE announced the decision in 2865 to sell it and its sibling planets to private interests in order to help pay down its debts and provide a boost to the downturned economy. An early terraforming error resulted in... Wait, this is the right one, right? Yep. An early terraforming uh, uh, error resulted in a climate far colder and harsher than initial projections had indicated, leading to multiple debates on the UEE Senate floor regarding the government's ability to sell Stanton for. However, it was thanks to the heir that founded that founder and then CEO of Microtech, Magnus Tobin, purchased it as the new headquarters for Microtech. Tobin sold off land his company had been using for server farms in the lead up to this acquisition. According to a contemporary press release, the reliably frigid climate of Stanton 4 was ideal for keeping their expansive network of servers cool. Tobin personally oversaw the construction of New Babbage, the primary landing zone and now headquarters of Microtech at large. Thank you for Next that. Thing. Yeah, so yeah, the um, pre of Tobin, um, when you have the um, IAE um, event, you go to the Tobin Center, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and the Tobin yeah, Expo Center. The Tobin Expo Center, thank you. So yeah, there's quite a, quite a bit of history. Um, any thoughts about the, the history? Like, I, it, it always um, amazes me at how in-depth, we covered this before, how, how in-depth this stuff goes. But yeah, so like 20, 2851, that's like 100 years in, um, in, 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 in citizen law. Yeah, it's actually, I, didn't, I don't think I even realized how recent um, this system and, and its colonization you know, is relatively to, you know, where we're at right now. We're in 29... 53. What are we? 29 something. 29 53. 53, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's not super long in, in terms of like, you can imagine that people with their extended lifespan maybe, you know, 
went to Microtech when it was first, you know, colonized to create it or whatever, and and could still be alive today. Yeah, and there there are probably people in the system that are still alive be than before they sold the planets. So mm. right. Yeah, because yeah, people do do live a long time in um and in Star Citizen Law. Yeah, like and there were there were people in Stanton before the corporations moved in. So true. Yeah, yeah the lore with the uh, uh, what's that gang? The gang that's uh, hey, Nine Tails uh, or the Dusters? What was that? Do you mean uh the Dusters or Nine Tails? I think it's Nine Tails is like thought to have been formerly people that resided made up of some people that formerly resided in stanton right that before it was um before it was sold to all the corporations yeah that's the theory that's the theory yeah. it's not like yeah, even like, more, it's not confirmed though i remember right. hearing something about that yeah. exactly yeah all right so let's go to atmosphere microtech is a terraform planet that its atmosphere is specifically engineered to imitate earth it's breathable and primarily contains nitrogen and oxygen, as well as trace amounts of argon and carbon dioxide. However, due to a terraforming accident, temperatures generally sit well below zero, especially during severe snowstorms when wind chill factors exacerbate this situation. As such, exposure without protective gear, specializing in cold weather environment, e.g., the Novikov no, armor, can quickly lead to hypothermia. So yeah, so, uh, a few times, not a few times, but one time I was out and because you, you, you can take an elevator from New Babbage up to the surface. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I probably forgot my arm and my uh, character <laughs> immediately started to shiver. But I made it back in before it got too bad. So it was the, I, I got lucky. But yeah, and if you have experience going outside, um, I feel like I've been pretty prepared every time I've gone out there. Um, whenever I do, I feel like, I mean, like oftentimes, um, I mean, I live in Minnesota. So if you live in Minnesota yeah. and specifically the Minneapolis area, they have the, uh, all the different ways that you can get between all the major downtown buildings, um, like the skyways and stuff like that. It microtech feels like that to me. It's one of those things mm. where like you could wake up you know, get into your regular clothes. And as long as you don't go outside, if you take all the skyways, all the trams and everything like that, you, you might not have to experience any of the cold when you get into your ship. But, uh, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't remember any, any of those, uh, those freezing out issues. I, I'm normally going straight up into my ship and then going right to, to Port Tressler. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, I was, go ahead. No, Jade, I was going to ask you a question if you, if you did not have a comment. Yeah, go ahead. But, uh, go ahead okay, so, so, so the question was, well, you, you know how they have that, that hallway with the glass? The, the glass is separated. It's the only thing separating you and a harsh environment outside. You ever, you <laughs> yes. ever go there on a hot summer day just to feel like you, you can cool down, just to get the <laughs> imagination going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, and, and it's a good place. I, you know, I'm glad you brought that, that up. It's called the Promenade. And uh, the promenade, it's, yeah. it's a really good place when there's ever like an event like IAE there, or if, even if Xenothreat's going on, um, because a lot of people are spawning at Microtech, it's a great place to see people uh, coming and going from like the garage area. You see ships mm -hmm. in the sky. It makes it feel really alive. And 
yeah, I, I, I really, you know, like sometimes just standing there looking out towards the spaceport and seeing ships just coming and going. Um, but uh, what I was going to say about um, the, the cold thing is that, you know, you can always do the, the, uh, the new Babbage challenge, I call it, where you, you just wear free <laughs> clothes, get on a Gravlev bike and go from the garage at um, the commons <laughs> to the spaceport. See if you can see if you can get there. See if you can make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like the, my the first time hearing of... that, but it it doesn't surprise me. Go ahead, Oppie. Yeah. It's, it's in Minnesota. We have a thing called the the polar plunge, where you you jump into the ice cold water in the middle of the winter. Oh, that's like where those videos always come from. Yep, that's where it comes from. <laughs> that's where it comes from. That, this is, is like, a, day it's thing? like a futuristic version of the po polar plunge. <laughs> mm. All right. <laughs> So, Jay, do you want to take an environment? Sure. Most of Microtech is covered in mountains and ice sheets and subject to strong blizzards and ice storms. There are very few liquid bodies of water. Multiple temperate tundra zones exist in areas associated with deep geothermal activity. Camping expeditions and hikes in these greener biomes are popular vacation activities among Microtech full-time population. Cold, hardy plants such as evergreens, wildflowers, grasses, and lichen grow there throughout the year. Dabor, a lichen that grows on microtech and other worlds with Arctic climates, is the subject of research for several pharmaceutical startups based in New Babbage. Its antiseptic and antibacterial properties have shown promise in the lab, though the properties are only present in the wild collected specimens. Research to replicate these traits in artificial conditions is ongoing. So yeah, one of the interesting things about the, about the plants and um, on, especially in New Babbage, I was taking a, 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 a doing research last night, as a matter of fact, and I was going from one room to the next room and looking at the different um, plaques and everything that the, that the um, new Babbage had to offer. And they had uh, ones about the um, the plant specifically. So yeah, you, you can see it inside and outside. So I think, that, I think that's interesting. I, I, I know a lot of people are playing uh, um, uh, Starfield right now. And that's the kind of game where like, I don't normally play those types of games, but my wife does. And she's like, She's a she's a biologist, a conservation biologist. So like her thing in games is always collecting flowers and lichen and stuff like that and analyzing that. And uh, I'm just excited for science gameplay to get in. I don't know if it's gonna look kind of like what it does in a Bethesda game, but the idea of just like collecting different like specimen and stuff like that. I know that we can already get like fruit and mushrooms right now and stuff like that. But uh, being able to do that and maybe craft it into you know, something or, or actually be able to apply it, you know, to, to heal yourself in certain ways. I feel like um, this is the kind of detail that I appreciate about a planet so that you know, oh, if I need to, like, go and stock up on something, I can go to this planet or, or and, and collect that and put that into my science -y, you know, ship or whatever and, you know, titrate something. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm not the biologist. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, it it's interesting that you said that because I, I can imagine that New Babbage, especially uh, Macrotech in general, would be a hub of activity when when science mission actually could be put uh, it put into the game. Like um, we as far, we don't exactly know how science will work in, in the game. We we got we got theories and stuff like that, but nothing concrete. So whenever we get that endeavor 
I'm pretty sure Microtech and a whole, you'll see a whole bunch of endeavors in and around Microtech is my guess. Yeah, I bet. I bet. All right. Really so good. up next we have uh, up next we have corporate governors, and I believe that's Abdi. My favorite topic. I love corporate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> corporate governance. All right, here we go. Planetary governance is conducted by specialized divisions of the Microtech Corporation. Population sustaining departments such as water infrastructure and waste management exist alongside economic ones such as taxation, business licensing, and import slash export. Former elected officials or government workers are typically hired for these roles, though those from the private sector are not barred from selection. Microtech upgraded their corporate security force to perform police actions where necessary. Wherever possible, Microtech utilizes technology and custom Microtech design systems and software to automate much of the day-to-day -day operations, including the enforcement of local laws. As immigration to Microtech increases, leaders within Microtech have debated the implementation of an eventual population cap. Wow. Mm. I don't think I knew that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's new to me, too. I, I probably read it before, before but forgot about it. So, yeah. Jay, what do you think about the population cap for Microtech? Well, I, you know, I can understand it because in lore, it's an extremely popular um, destination. And New Babbage is an extremely, uh, it, it's like a tourist city. Right. Mm -hmm. And I can see, you know, it, I can see where that would be coming from as far as, um, you know, as, as, as far as the people that live there. And it's like in terms of the game itself, I hope that when, if and when they do that, we have like other large areas, you know, maybe one in the temperate area um, that is maybe connected by train the new Babbage mm. so that it feels like this planet is teeming with people and things and there's other settlements and that's what I'm I'm hoping uh they do so that it can live up to that lore since it, like it is supposed to be you know very very burgeoning and growing and mm -hmm. and lots of people you know flocking there in including for uh well we're going to get to it with culture but including you know some uh uh, yes, seven people go there for drugs. I'll just put it that way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, for pharmaceutical botanicals. That, that's oh, yes, that's right. Pharmaceutical <laughs> botanicals. Yeah, for, for Love Machines Endeavor. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I was just about to say Love Machines Endeavor. Yep. Um, so, you bring up a really good point there. I really like the, the idea that you were talking about in terms of, uh, um, you know, multiple landing zones on one planet. Uh, what do you think, I mean, definitely server meshing uh, in order to make something like that happen, right? Um, yeah. But I, I'm really curious, what do we think that, like, in 10 years, how many landing zones do you think we'll see on a planet? Like, like one or two? I mean, well, Earth's Earth supposed to have three or four. I believe it's one in North America, one in Asia, and one in um, Russia, maybe? Yeah, you have New York, Shanghai, and Moscow. Thank mm -hmm. you. So do you think we'll see like, even planets out in Stanton having multiple landing zones on one planet with That's... like roads connecting them or trains or something like that? Well, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Like if you look at um, if you look at Art Court and all those different areas, you know, you, you wonder like why are there all those different areas that don't have anything going on in them? And right. I, I could see them converting maybe one or two of those other areas into like sort of like Area 18 
but different, right? And as right. far as microtech, yeah, I could see them, you know, plopping some other cities that are different than New Babbage, maybe not as big since New Babbage is like the capital, but they yeah. have other things going on and, and in different biomes, maybe one up near um, the obsidian fields near the North Pole, maybe one in the temperate zone. And then, yeah, I think, I think three would probably be a good balance between, you know, too much and more than just one, I think. Yeah, three, like two or three sound. than what we have right now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, two, two or three should sound, sound pretty good, pretty well. I mean, I can imagine them adding maybe two more for five total on, on, on Terra, on Earth. On, on Earth, I mean. Or maybe like having three on, on Terra, just like it is currently. But for, for something like Microtech, maybe two, maybe three. It depends. Yeah, and because Stanton is so young, um, mm -hmm. you know, because it was, you know, just recently settled, like we were talking about a hundred years ago, mm -hmm. maybe it makes sense not to have more than, you know, one or two. Um, so it, it's good. They've left space in the lore, you know, for either way they want to go with it. Yeah. Do you see that being kind of like DLC, not DLC, but like content update? Microtech just built a yeah. new, you know, <laughs> you know, something like that. Come visit the new area where you can find you know, insert new attractions at that location. A Boreal Stalker, which we're covering in, in a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big game yeah. hunting. <laughs> I can kind of see stuff like that happening in the future mm -hmm. if the, you know, the servers will allow and and the game continues to, you know, run uh, in a in a better and better ways. Yeah, Big Black so. Gaming brings up a good point. Um, he says, I'd like to see outposts building by players make up potential additional landing zones. I, I yeah, absolutely true. agree. I think agree. I think that's kind of what they expect, too, with, with Microtech is in those tempered areas because they're so beautiful, mm. you know, and, and they're known mm. for camping and stuff in lore. I think a lot of people want to have a little home on the river or a little settlement on you know, the lake. Yeah. By, by the river, because that would be a perfect place to 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 get to gather materials and stuff like that, and yeah. just be self-sustaining. But, but but before we move on to coast, I just want to say they talk about um, an eventual population cap. I think that they got too many people exercising. They're using new babbage. <laughs> they using new babbage just for a gym membership I, I, and, and spas and stuff like that. So I think that that that's, that's the problem. Have we all taken a, a screenshot at the yoga area? <laughs> <laughs> sitting on yeah. the I feel like that's like that's just like something you got to do, especially when you first. Hey, <laughs> when that yoga area is working, it's great. But you know, I was there last night. Every, everyone, everyone was just stuck in one place, so it wasn't doing anything. But, yeah. Oh, one of the most fun things was, um, you know, Buster the Destroyer. One of one of the things she she likes to do or. or did was um she was doing a yoga instructor she was like rping as a yoga instructor while they were all doing their their things it's great that's awesome i love that yeah. that works i like that <laughs> all right so up next we have culture now and i'll take this we just got a uh donation uh to oh, the children's yeah uh to the saint oh, okay thank you for the donation uh what do we got now the show oh, 20 dollars. so thank you for that i appreciate it yeah all right, so culture, I'll take this one. Uh, the city of New Babbage was designed to support the creativity of the highly skilled workforce needed to drive microtech future innovation. Areas like the commons were constructed as creative workspaces dedicated to providing areas for programmers and engineers to relax, network, and plan. The city's robust nightlife provides an outlet for the workforce high pressure crunch time 
and higher than average salary. And visiting financiers and venture capitalists make regular use of the high-end bars. Inhabitants also like to escape the confines of the city to take part in the outdoor cold weather activities. Breathing edge technologies is a common sight on, on Macrotech, not only due to the company itself, but also to the presence of, of other established tech companies alongside a constantly cycling roster of startups. Residents who don't keep abreast of the latest advances are generally seen as somewhat gauss by their peers, though this outlook varies. Members of the upper class of the UE frequently frequent the market to secure the, the newest tech before it hits the market. So yeah, that is the, the culture. We talked about exercising yoga matter earlier before. And you know, there are other areas like the nightlife too. So yeah, Jay, do you have any, any thoughts about the culture of uh, Microtech? Yeah, so this is why it's like my home away from home in Levski is because it, it's got a reputation for being, you know, different is good. It's right there written on the floor at, on the promenade, right? And so it, it has this, you know, reputation of, of being a, a bit more of a, uh, a free thinking, free city. And with that also comes freedom of expression. And with that has, you know, comes from, uh, what was it? Something pharmaceuticals? Um, yeah, yeah. Botanical, botanicals. Yeah, 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 but botanicals. And in lore, there's, uh, you know, a story about Saddleball players that have gone to New Babbage and, you know, it's a scandal because they, um, you know, were caught doing drugs. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there's the, there's the, uh, you know, you could go to Grim Hex and, you know, definitely different culture when it comes to that type of lifestyle. But um, I like that they include this because, again, it's just like adding sprinkles of narrative detail to, like, oh, you know, this is a nice, clean place, but, like, you know, you still have the undercurrent of, you know, high pressure, high stakes leads to, you know, corporate greed, sometimes, you know, avarice, that kind of stuff, and, and all the things that can come along with that. But, uh, but yeah, I find this really fascinating. I, this, is, this is the reason why my character isn't an art court person, because I don't like to be the type of person that, like, buys a new iPhone, iPhone every year. I don't, it just, Microtech is just not my, it's not my scene. Not your thing. I'm more of a yeah. kind of guy, but like, you know, everyone. Yo, you're on the wrong show, Dan. No, I was, but, I was going to say. But it's also like a good place for trade. And, and, and um, if you're, if you are an industrialist like I do, you will inevitably end up at a place like this. I like my, I was going to say, I, I like. I like New Babbage and, and Microtech because it sort of kind of in a way reminds me of where I live. I live in Seattle, right? Mm -hmm. So like, I just, you know, my friend Frankie and I went hiking on Mount Rainier, right? And like anybody who's ever seen or been to Mount Rainier, you definitely see similarities and you, you see a lot of similarities between uh, the vegetation that's mm -hmm. at Microtech and, and you know, what what's in real life. And then there's the fact that Seattle's this high-tech city, and that's where Microsoft is, and that's where mm -hmm. Amazon, all these tech companies. So it, it feels a lot like home in my real life. So that's why it's like my second home in Star Citizen. That makes a lot of sense. 
That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I was going to say, obviously, uh, you said you prefer Encore, but I, I do love the look and feel of um, Microtech, and especially New Babbage, because it has, I mean, when you think of the future, New Babbage had that uh, had the future to feel, in my opinion. Um, all Corp feels run down, in my opinion, and too dystopian. Hurston uh, uh, feels run down and too dystopian. Uh, that's kind of future I, I, I want to avoid. But Microtech and, and New Babbage, they had that Star Wars, Star Trek, the, 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 the more cleaner future that, 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 mm. that, I, that I, I envision for, for the future. So that's why that, that's why I prefer um, Microtech and New Babbage. But you know, to this, to each their own, right? Yep, exactly. They give us options, and that's what I love about the narrative of these areas. Definitely. Cool. All right. So next up, we have major locations. I think Jay, you're up for this. Yep. Major locations. So the city of New Babbage was designed to support the creativity of highly skilled or the highly skilled workforce needed to drive Microtech's future innovation. Areas like the Commons were constructed as creative workspaces dedicated to providing areas for programmers and engineers to relax, network, and plan. The city's robust nightlife provides an outlet for the workforce's high-pressure crunch times and higher-than-average salaries. And visiting financiers and venture capitalists make regular use of high-end bars. Inhabitants also like to escape the confines of the city to take part in outdoor cold weather activities. And bleeding-edge technology is a common sight Microtech, not only due to the company itself, but also the presence of other established tech companies alongside a constant cycling roster of start startups. Um, residents who don't keep abreast of the latest advances are generally seen as some read this, this already. A, I think this is a duplication. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think so. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah. So we, yeah. We, we 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 covered some of this before, but yeah. So to talk about major locations, and we're about to go through some of them. So I'll take um no, Abby, you want to take out the 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 factory line? Yeah, the factory line is Microtech's flagship store at New Babbage. Um, yeah, this is where you can see a lot of stuff that isn't quite usable in game, but some stuff is, just like the um. The Apple Store. <laughs> and then uh, if you need to get yourself... Yeah, there's like... I feel like this is going to be where you can find... Um, like all that virtual tech, I guess. Like Yeah, right? we, 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 we covered this on, on previous show, talking about yeah. um, Blades Sim and AI. Yeah. You have the SimPod, you have the Blade, you have the Ice Pick, um, Lockpick, you have mm -hmm. the, the tablet, you have the, the mobile glass, and a whole bunch of other stuff, too. So, yeah, this is where you find all that stuff. And interesting about this place, it has three levels. So it's like a, it's laid out like a Best Buy or you, you say Apple store. I'm going to say a Samsung store. Okay. So yes, because you know, <laughs> hey, it's Samsung for life. Okay, so hey, <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, it's one of one of my favorite places to hang out because you know it's just like going to a mall in, in real life, in, in my opinion. Are we going yeah, to say one, Jade? Oh, one of the products there that um, most people don't see or notice is the uh, Revere AR contact lenses. And if, if you want to see those in action, go visit um, Twitch Pacheco at uh, Area 18, because she's wears Right. Them. They're really and cool. You, yeah. So hopefully we'll get those sometime. Yeah. And I think if you, is it on the bottom floor that you can get ice picks? 
Uh, it's in the middle. Yeah, it's in the middle floor. No, the, the um, middle floor, I believe, because I, I was there yesterday. Yeah, the bottom floor has the um, the hollow the, the, the hollow tables and the um and the, and, the, and the hollow globes and stuff like that. That's that's on the bottom floor. I mean, like I, I the tiger claw is my my favorite hacking chip. But if you just need something in a pinch, the fact that you can get one from a legit landing zone instead of having to go to pl a place like Grimhex or something like that is is kind of nice. Yep. And perfectly legal until you know, until you use it, until you use it for something illegal, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, that is the back of the line. This is probably one of my one of my favorite places to, to visit in in, in Microtech and at New Babbage. I feel like they must have been so proud when they when they when they released uh, Microtech, just because like all of the architecture, all of the stores, they look so cool. Like they, you can tell that there's just so much intentional thought into how they're designed, you know, and, and, and the aesthetic and, and how it makes you feel like you're in a tech, um, you know, forward bleeding edge kind of place. But, uh, yeah, just, just love the design of an architecture. One thing, one thing I do feel is missing is, is an elevator, but we know how elevators work in Star Citizen, so maybe that's why they, they, they went <laughs> with, with a staircase instead. But I mean, at a place like this, you, 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 you feel it, it should have an elevator, but that's my opinion. Agreed. All right. Agreed. So up next we have Wally's Bar, and I'll I'll take this one. Wally's is a bar and hangout spot in New Rabbit Promenade Dome. It is famous for its ostentatious decoration, just as chunks of icebergs which feed and feed a large waterfall as they melt. Missing giver Eddie Parr can be found here. So yeah, Wally's Bar. Anyone hang out there? Not, not, not my kind of venue, but yeah, so I'm the people that might like it. Jade. Yeah, I I love Wally's bar. Um, until they put the the one in, uh, well, until we saw the one at Orison, it was my favorite bar in Stanton. Uh, I I think it's still sort of my it's my favorite club spot in Stanton because it has mm -hmm. multiple dance floors. There's different music in them, and again, you can see the amount of thought that went into it. Yeah, definitely. Cool. It's beautiful, and I I feel like. I mean, you play a game like Mass Effect or something like that, and you know, like, yeah, a good spot to like go and have mission givers and dance and a place to hang out. But this is a multiplayer game, so being able to go to a place like this after a mission with a friend is is great. I haven't done it a lot myself, but I think at at a certain point, especially if there's more incentive to be at a place like this, like, um, you know, getting libations, you know, or yeah even trading reasons or, or mission givers, stuff like that. I feel like it'll be um, even more fun to kind of see more more people, more real people at a place like this, just like hanging out. I mean, in my opinion, I, I, I'm personally preferably would put place, would prefer a place like G-Lock, a G-Lock bar, because it, it's more down to earth, less, mm -hmm. uh, less ostentatious, as, as, as the word they say. But this, this place is cool. It has that club-like view. Uh, feel and it, it feels more like a a, a young person uh, venue rather than someone who, who like me. <laughs> in my opinion, we we might get into this in 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 a little bit here, but uh, remember that mission that they did? What was it, twenty seventeen or something like that? Where you you start in the Carrick and then you go, um, you go down Planet Side. Um, yeah, to get the, yeah, the hacking thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, like I can just see like a place like Wally's bar, you got a bunch of like 
tech corp people talking about like oh yeah like we have some like trade thing happening blah 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 and you're just sitting there with your microtech i don't know super spy gear or whatever listening mm. on stuff like that and uh and i there's just so much potential because of the narrative of this area like having you know corporate high level executives at a place like this after you know the workplace you know is all finished and um you can just like yeah the missions here i, I just i can imagine them and i, I hope that that's a, a direction that they go in the future by the way i want to remind people watching and, and in chat we are taking questions so if you have a question make sure you use the eclipse um icon and submit a question but I try to get to them at, at the end of the show this is only for a switch by the way so if you're watching on youtube you're gonna come over to switch ask a question and jump back over over to youtube if you want all right so uh next up we have port tressler and jay you want to take this one sure port tressler is a transit hub above new babbage Facilities include a cargo deck, Cassaba Outlet, Platinum Bay, and an unbranded armor shop, and of course the Galleria Food Court. Yeah, this is a place where people like to gather for. Well, no, my, my goal one is where, where people gather for um, Geno Threat, but you know, this, this, this is a place that you could go to also if you wanted to do that. But yeah. Um, Rustler? Uh, I don't usually go there too often. I, people go there to, if you want to take a big ship and then take a smaller ship from Port, from Port Wrestler to get to, 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 to get to the ground, that, that works. Uh, what, what, what do y'all think about Port Tressler? Well, I'm trying to verify this right now, but I feel like I used to always go to Port Tressler to get an XL1. I was going to say, the XL1 is there. It, it's yep. still oh, okay. It's Instead still of is. having to go to New Babbage, or not New Babbage, to Orison. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm because it is yep it is still at port tressler so it's just like if you don't want to deal with the clouds and having to navigate your way to cousin crows um still a good way to you know you know get to get it get yourself an xl1 yeah. good good advice yeah. Thank you. and if you like doing the 890 jump mission um you know it's, it's really cool to be based out of port tressler too yeah that's that's the that's the only place I've done it actually. I know that you can do it in uh, Art Corp, right? Yeah, you can. Other, yep, but I've never done it at Art Corp. I've always only done it at Microtech for some reason. Um, <clears throat> at least it's like a pretty background as you're blowing up a couple of a couple of uh, Cuddy Blacks, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Up next we have the Tobin Expo Center. Um, so Abby, you want to take that? Yeah, okay. The Tobin Expo Center, the Expo Center named after Microtech's founder, Magnus Tobin, is located near the Domes District and occasionally hosts events such as the Intergalactic Aerospace Expo 2950, 2951, 2952. No, different. they, they rotate to different places, remember? Sometimes. 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 Like no, they no, meet on this every location. year. So, so, so in, go ahead, in, Jay. In lore, the IAE is actually held in it. Um, the, the one that we see in Stanton is a satellite expo of the main one, and we've seen it be at um, at Tobin Expo Center uh, several times. And mm. yeah, but the yeah, it, it's supposed to rotate throughout Stanton, and I'm sure it will um, again. But yeah, it's it's been there a lot. I, th I think they're figuring out making sure that 
the locations run well for everyone so that when they do these things, it's not just like completely bogged down. I guess micro Microtech might just be the one that runs the best in terms of Orison, you know, being. Well, and, and I think, well, I think Microtech might be easier to, to get around because you have that tram. I mean, every system had, had the tram, but I think, I feel to me, the tram system on Microtech is just easier, especially with like, you have the map and it's usually like one or two stops as opposed to Orison, and you have to figure out which stop, which, um, which place you got to go to in order to get to the right place in order at the right time. So maybe just me. Remember the first one was at Lorville and it was basically at the spaceport or yeah. it took an elevator from the spaceport. Okay. So, so yeah, that, that, that yeah. one is easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if it's back in Lorville this year, but yeah. Yeah. I'd be very interested to see. Um, the other yeah. thing that you always see is, is that the, um, People oftentimes will skip the uh, will skip landing at the at the spaceport so that they can just like land here um, or or land nearby and and uh, take the elevator up and and then your ship is just kind of left out there but um, you have a quick way of getting back to it. Yeah, over over at the commons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The people people in um, chat are, are saying no. This place is easier. DK said, oh, no, our cup is much easier to get around." I think everyone agrees. Orson is the hardest to do, hardest to get around, though. <laughs> in my maybe maybe just my just my opinion, but that's how I feel. But yeah, Tobin Expo Center. Um, I, I, I was a fun time, fun event, fun time to be be, be in the verse. Mm -hmm. right, so up next we have Eddie Parr, and I'll take that one. Eddie Parr is a bartender at Waller's in New Babbage and an upcoming patch who will offer missing to players who the side racket. He runs with his old friend, Michael Shaw. Parr is portrayed by the actor Shia Alapur in Squadron 42. So yeah, Eddie Parr. Uh, so yeah, okay, I, I, now that you have a picture of, of, of them, yeah, I, 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 I do recognize them. So yeah, what, what kind of missing do you think? Uh, uh, um, Eddie Paul would care. Something with importing and exporting. I, I feel like Eddie Parr is in a perfect place, like I was saying before, to like listen in on conversations and to maybe act on that information, like insider information for corporations and stuff like that, whether it be trading or tech or something. So I'd, I'd be really, really, really curious to see. Um, I feel like those would definitely be maybe not um always lawful <laughs> oh, yeah that's my opinion mm -hmm. what, what do you think jay uh i would hope that eddie parr would give that mission that we saw at citizen con um that we're still sort of waiting for yes mm. i'm sure most people Ew. that that saw that mission were extremely excited to get microtech and you know don't get me wrong it's great that we have new babbage and microtech but that mission, like, it was so different than most of what, you know, the missions we get in Star Citizen. You have to use your brain a bit more. You know, there was stealth involved in it. I'm sure they're, they're waiting on some of those things to come in with the new actor status system. And, but, yeah, I can't wait until we get corporate espionage missions. And I wouldn't be shocked to see Eddie Park give them. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's such a sorrowful thing because he, he had the faith that it looks trustworthy, you know, but yeah, <laughs> you're going to be into, into some shady stuff, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, man. And yeah, like I said, this is that 
Wally's in, in New Babbage. So yeah, Eddie Parr. Uh, up next, we have Indigenous Life. And Jade, do you want to take this one, please? Yes. The Boreal Stalker. The Boreal Stalker is an apex predator found on Microtech Stanton 4 and created by the company Microtech to help round out the planet's ecosystem. After the era that in the terraforming process that led to a climate far colder than had been intended, many of the plants and animals the United Empire of Earth government used to stalk the planet died. After purchasing the planet from the UEE, Microtech opted to artificially engineer plants and animals to fill empty ecological niches, including the boreal stalker. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And there's a picture of the a big guy him, himself. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a lot of people saw this and went like, nope. <laughs> what are your impressions of the Boreal Stalker? Are you looking forward to seeing them? You, you gonna you gonna, you gonna try to try to poach it? I I don't want to poach. I'm I'm not. My character would definitely not be a poacher, but I'd definitely be a wildlife photographer. And I feel like this would be um a very a very fun one to track down and not get killed from. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can see people going hikey and and getting eaten by one. What are you gonna say, Jade? I know. I was, I was, you know, I was just imagining, you know, an idyllic uh, setting near one of the mini rivers on Microtech. Now, <laughs> you know, somebody's got their ship parked, or they built a little settlement. Everything's, you know, nice and peaceful. There's daisies, and then you hear this noise in the woods somewhere and this thing comes tearing out and everybody starts running. Like, I, I love this thing. I, you know, I this is great. what the game needs a little bit more of, or, you know, some, some wild animals like this, uh, mm -hmm. to, to, you know, make, make these ideal settings a little bit more dangerous and, you know, make sure that you prepare before you're going out in the wilderness. Like, you know, um, if you're you know going up to Alaska, you're preparing for bear and things like that. So yeah, I, I, I like the boreal stalker for um, for what it represents. I wouldn't be out hunting them. I would be one of those people that you know. I would hope that have like a thing where Microtech needs to keep track of the population of them mm -hmm. to make sure that you know they haven't been overhunted or you know that there's enough of them enough uh, for a viable you know species. And I, I'd be one of those people. I, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff in Starfield. So mm. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind like using monoculars and stuff like that to 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 watch them, but I, I don't want to get too close because you know they, 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 I'm pretty. They look pretty territorial to me, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know well, how, know, how this far. Would be the how, kind of thing though, like if there was another, if there was like uh, if you could get into like uh, like animal conservation, and it's like oh, subject or 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 one of one of the tagged boreal stalkers is actually for some reason uh sick and and, and uh you need to go out and mm. sedate it and and get it good luck with that stuff like that not, like, not that, it. that i would totally do that would be so fun like, oh, oh we gotta yes. we gotta treat this thing and like get it like sick but you know and you i'll be i'll be right, I'll be right behind you far behind <laughs> you <laughs> be my guest <laughs> I've actually had a bear encounter in my life. I was camping like uh, like five years ago, and uh, we had a bear uh, come to our campsite. And a thing that you're never supposed to do when you're in bear country is like keep food wrappers in your tent or in your pockets when you go out uh, go out camping. 
So I would love if they could add something like that to the game where like, oh, you got like a you got a buster bar in your pocket or something and you're just like out there chilling, you know, hanging out with your friends and all of a sudden your Lynx gets like mauled and like tipped over by a Boreal <laughs> soccer. <laughs> Y'all should have kept the food inside the, the Kanye Andromeda or something. Or, or creep it in plastic or something like that. Yeah, you right. know, that, that, it's sealable. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I think obviously the um, inspiration for this is like Hoth and and the, um, I forget the, the name of the creature. It's called a W or something like that. But, you know, the creature that, that Luke got, got captured by and had to cut off his arm with, with the um, lightsaber. So I think yeah. that's an obvious inspiration for, for, for the Boreal yeah, Stalker. Definitely. Uh, no, I forget. I forget the name of it now. But yeah, it, oh, wombat. Man. Thank you, wombat. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, that is the indigenous life of um, of microtech. So up next we have. Oh yeah, we want to talk about our Saint Jude uh, challenge. We're trying to reach ten thousand dollars by uh, October twenty second. That's Citizen Count weekend. We started on June first. And we want to thank everybody who donated so far, and thank you for the, today for the twenty dollars so far. But we do have different tiers for, for different milestones for we're trying to reach. We already did the uh, five hundred, one thousand, two thousand dollar tier uh, uh, milestone, but now we're trying to get to thirty-two fifty. We're giving away a twenty-nine forty-eight um, digital goodies pack at thirty-five hundred. We're giving away the, centaur, the Sons of Centaur pack, and that is the um, the pack, the two pack of the of the Tumble Ranger. And then at thirty seven fifty, giving away a Mist Pressure Prospector with LTI. This is all LTI, except you know the goodies pack. Yeah, and you can, you can see the, the rest and out goes all the way up to ten thousand dollars for the Endeavor Master Set. Again, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for people who've already donated. Please come watch our twelve hour live stream on October first. Should be a lot of fun, and yes, I think that's about it for the um um for the fundraiser for now. Excuse me. So up next we have okay, Calliope. Uh, this is standing for a an Abdi. You want to take this one? You muted. You still muted. Can't hear you. Sorry about that. Uh, I was like chomping on some ice for some reason. Um, Jay, <laughs> uh, I want to know what you call Calliope. Like, is it Calliope or Ca I've heard Calliope and Calliope? No, it's it's Calliope. It's Calliope, right? It's Calliope. It's from, it's Calliope. It's from Why do people say Calliope? Right, because people don't understand. Like, they don't read. They don't read, right? Gamers don't read. They like Please. don't understand Uterpe and Calliope are from mythology, just like Titan and you know, yeah. Please. We have we have a we you have know, a soapbox right now, so we can we can influence I think, people. <laughs> I mean, I think when people say Calliope, I think they're just trolling. That's my opinion. I don't think I don't, I don't know, think man. they're doing it on serious. People say it, man. All right, I'll get into it. Sorry, that was a diversion. <laughs> Calliope, Stanton 4A, 65,823 kilometer orbital distance, named after the Greek muse who inspires eloquence to supposedly remind those gazing upon the moon from Microtech to strive for pure expression of thought. Calliope is a moon orbiting Microtech. It is, an, it is named after the ancient Greek muse. I already read that. 
beset by yeah. high winds and low temperatures. <laughs> beset by high wind, high winds and low temperatures, Calliope becomes so cold at night that even exceptionally insulated weather suits can fail. The dark side of the moon is a dangerous one, even to the most experienced adventurer. Low clouds and ground fog regularly reduce surface visibility to a minimum. Yeah, I've experienced that. Uh-huh. So, Jay, do you have any thoughts about Calliope? Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's an incredibly, um, it's, it's incredible, well, all of these moons look incredible, and I think it's because of, you know, the planet tech at that time that they were created, um, had reached such a point that we could have these really, really cool looking moons. Not that the other ones in Stanton don't look really cool, but these ones, there was something extra about them. And as I know many people have taken ships to Calliope and Aterpe and had them blow away in those high winds. So that would be my thought is, you know, make sure you, um, make sure you park your ship properly so it's not blown away. I think that was this was my the first planet where that happened there was like an investigation mission and i was like what the heck this place is like the weather is crazy my ship is flying around i think there's somebody dead on the planet in some wreckage <laughs> and then my ship flew away and then i was the dead person so mm. yeah. be, be did someone rescue you nope <laughs> nope okay nope that was a backspace <laughs> so on friday Oh, oh no! It was, it was show talk after dark. We went to uh, moon hopping around Stanton, specifically around Microtech. And Clive, was one with the last moon we went to on on that on that evening. And yeah, it was very windy. Um, I was trying to. We took a um, a Corsair, and I was trying to go down the ramp of the Corsair. You know, and you know me. Did my I think it's my first time on 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 the moon. So, not knowing any better, I started running down the ramp. All of a sudden, my character just you know was looking dead, dead up into the sky for no reason. And then I was like, I had no control over, over my character whatsoever until and like, what the heck is happening? And then it came down hard. <laughs> I got injured. The character landed right on his back. I'm like. Hey guys, what just happened to my kid? <laughs> <laughs> it was a win, buddy. Yep, <laughs> so what did it look like it. to y'all? It's like it looked like you got carried by the wind. <laughs> so that was so that was um a trip. So that that was my introduction to calliope and it, it had no control over it and it, yeah, it, it was weird. You know. I had to I had to be careful about stuff like that because I get motion sickness real easy. Mm. So if I if I lose if I lose control of my character. And mostly, if it goes side to side, it, yeah. I, I, I get um, I have motion issues. But it's going back and forth is fine. So this one just picked me up and and, and threw me forward. So I, I thought I was good. Plus, I was looking up, up up into the sky, so there's nothing really to see. So I was fine. Yeah, that was my introduction to Calliope. So how, how about you, um, Jade? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. It's it's a pretty dangerous place um, if you're not prepared for it. And you saw that first. Thing. I saw I saw you from behind when that happened. And I oh, like, you saw it. What did it look like? Welcome to Calliope. <laughs> oh, you went, you went flying. It was great. <laughs> well, no reason whatsoever. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I realize it's it's still you know um, somewhat 
early in the development of the game, but I do love that even at this stage we have, um, you know, we have a diversity of moons, right? Where mm -hmm. things like this can happen if you don't know, like if you're just like I imagined fast cart because you, you had never been there before. But I imagine you like right. a lot of new players that go mm -hmm. there and I just think, okay, I'm gonna get off my ship, everything's gonna be fine, and then there you go, right? So yeah, I was like, you had a good walk. Huggy doy, do 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 do. Bam. The show van called you fast kite. <laughs> yeah, fast kite. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I, I, one thing I, I will say between CO Utopia and Calliope, um, that, that moon was very gray and very drab. And I, I, I don't think I, I hate anything in Star Citizen, but this is like my least favorite um, moon. Not just because of the, the wind thing, but just because of the, the way it looks and everything is so gray and monochrome and uh, very dull looking, as opposed to so something else more. more more color saturated, and this is like gray and, and, and gray for Star Citizen. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm not really a fan of, of Calliope. How about you? How about you two? It's not my favorite Microtech moon. The next one we're going to talk about is though. Okay, Abby. Yeah, I I I feel like uh, I I appreciate its existence. It's not my favorite place to hang. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, this I've, is I've had, the one I, when the yeah. Nomad came out. I think I did a mission on here too. And my mm -hmm. nomad just like I, it was. It was when it was like early implemented or whatever. And yeah, I parked that thing, turned off the power, and the the wind just took that thing so far, <laughs> so far away. It's like bye, nomad. See ya. <laughs> Wish you See ya. Citizen, was it citizen shenanigans? Anchor needed. We need anchors for those ships. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, one thing I will say, uh, Calliope is probably a good target for mining. So yeah, if you're making money, uh, Calliope may be worth that. All right, so up next we have Cleo, and I believe Jay, can you take Cleo, yes. please? Gladly. Cleo, Stanton 4B, and it orbits at a distance of 95,742 kilometers. Named after the ancient Greek muse of history, who was the daughter of Zeus. So there you go. Um, so named after... Uh, the ancient Greek muse of history to supposedly remind those gazing upon the moon from Microtech to remember that their work stands on those who came before them. Cleo is a moon orbiting Microtech. It's named you could skip that one. Okay. Go to the next one. Okay. Cleo's defining feature is a set of liquid oceans covering much of its surface. Snowy mountains reminiscent of the famous Microtech slopes cover the other half of the surface, with unique, distinctly shaped icebergs meshing the difference. Regions with mountains and valleys that slide abruptly into the ocean at the coast and wide fields of white snow make this moon a picturesque destination. The hazy pink and green sky and jade oceans give this moon an alien feel, unmatched by anything else in the Stanton system, and that is a fact. And that is why yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. I think I, I think I think I, I went to this moon and I I got purple rain or a French vibe from it <laughs> from the purple haze. So yeah, Abdi, what, what do you think of Cleo? I'm just glad they name dropped Jade. Um, yeah. yeah, they gave me my own ocean after I complained <laughs> about Artcore not having any. Thank you. Steve. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's I, I like Cleo. Cleo's dope. Um, yeah, awesome moon, beautiful. I, I feel like uh, I'm what I feel about Hurston's moons in terms of just being kind of like orange drab places to do mining. Um, I, I do like that. There's like another feeling with Microtech that there's like like cold and and like brilliant and beautiful kind of to those those aesthetics and and uh, um, Cleo really does bring it here. Yeah, yeah I love. And... Go ahead. I love I love when Atmo Esports um, did one of their uh, System Sevens, formerly called the Stanton Seven. Mm. They did a race along the coastline. And it was it was a harrowing race because there were people mm. that ended up you know like going off into the hydrocarbon ocean to their death, right? So yeah. it's very perilous, and uh, that's I love the beauty of it plus mm -hmm. the danger. Those two things combined, and the whole alien feel of it, it, it really does feel like you're on another world that is nothing like anything you normally see, and that's yeah, why I love definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah, they're really uh, so aesthetically distinct from the other planets that we have in the game. Yeah. Or yes. moons. Moons. Moons, yeah. Moon, planet, yeah. Um, so, like I said, on Thursday after Soul Talk, we went to Cleo and um, got off the course there and we went to one of the um, bodies of water. And, and I think it was methane or something. Not, yeah, or, so it's not water. It's got to be, it's methane. probably like a liquid. It's liquid, methane. yeah. yeah liquid like methane. It looked creepy. I didn't. I. 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 I didn't want to go inside the water. <laughs> Plus, it was freezing out, below freezing outside. So I. I. I had bad feeling about about touching this stuff. So yeah, we, we we reported it, looked at it, and it's like, too, that was cool. And DK brought up Twilight, so the 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 sun was setting on um mm -hmm. on, on on Cleo, so that was a beautiful sight. Then someone behind us on the Corsair turned the light on. On, on the Corsair. So it looked like because of the way the the, the fog and everything scatters in the, in the atmosphere, it almost looked like the, the, the sun was rising on, on, the, on the other side. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Because I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> My first time there. So I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, on one of the, we went to McGrath, I, I believe. And one yeah. of the cool things about um, Cleo is that you could see Utopia from Cleo. So that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you can, when you're on, you know, if you're, if you're in the right area of either moon, um, when you're on the surface, you have a really, really picturesque view of the other moon. And it's a place that if you ever want to get one of those just like drop dead gorgeous screenshots in Star Citizen, you know, with a, a moon looming in the sky, that's the place to go. Definitely. Either one of those moons staring at the other one because it looms large in, in the sky. Yeah, I I just I, I love the idea that you know, oftentimes especially as an industrial player like, uh, a, I mostly go to planets because there's a reason why I want to be there that will make me money, um, and you know there's mining on most planets and and everything like that too. But at some point, if you know with uh you know maybe photography being in game or something that you can sell or or other kinds of of things or information and stuff like that. I love that being kind of the reason why you'd be going to a beautiful place like this. Like maybe there's some exploration reason that's bringing you here. Um, something that isn't always maybe money driven, but um, something that that uh, has the aesthetic in mind or or some other reason. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so Cleo's right a pretty cool. 
Yeah. So Cleo is a pretty cool place, and I don't mean that just because of the temperature. <laughs> so yeah, Cleo. So up next we have YouTube. You know, you made it this long without saying that joke, so I guess we'll give it to you. Hey, you know, I, I, over an hour and, and almost an hour and a half. So yeah, thank yeah, you very much. Right. Right. I'm surprised you held off. That's was pretty good for you. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm here all week. We sure to tip to tip, tip, tip your weight person. <laughs> anyway, you took it. Dancing for C, 107-709 orbital distance. And they mapped the ancient Greek muse of music that supposedly remind those gazing upon the moon of microtech to be guided by the natural rhythm of the universe and the design. You took it as a natural satellite of microtech. It is the smallest of microtech free moon and freezes vast frozen oceans and exposed ice sheets. From time to time, tips of Land jut out from the ice to create harsh and intimidating, intimidating plain. Rather than large bodies of land, clusters of islands can be found uh, found around the surface, sometimes numbering in the thousands. These islands themselves are just as harsh as the plains of ice that surround them, with sharp, similarly-like rock formations dotted across the plains that hint of a volcanic past. Yeah, that is Utopia, second force here. Now, Abdi, what do you have? What do you think about you? You, you tap it. I, I first, I should ask Jade. Are we are we pronouncing that correctly? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Abdi, what do you think about you Um, actually, I do want to hear what Jade is. It you terp or you 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 terpy? You terpy? Yeah, you terpy. You turp it, eh? Oh, with like a softer. You could, eh you, could do, you could do you turpy or you turpe, but it, like you, it's yeah, you turpy. You turp, you turper, you turpe. All right. Are you <laughs> I'm getting people mixed say up tomato. Some people say tomato, but I'm looking at the at the um, pronunciation and it's you turpy. Well, there you go. Like like, like e is in like fleece. Ah, okay, so it is Uterpy. Okay. Yeah, cool, so it's Uterpy. Cool. Well, there we go. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't have much to say about this one. Um, again, maybe not a, a lot. Another planet that I'd be going to very often, moon. except for maybe mining. Um, moon, not planet. Moon, yes. Again, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can just settle uh, on worlds. <laughs> worlds. There we go. Uh, but yeah, like I get another one of those where I I I would be out here for. For mining, um, and maybe not a ton else. Um, maybe if there was like a a bounty or something like that above, but yeah, that would be it. Yeah, Jade, I don't know about you, but when I went to Utopia on on Thursday, it felt like a death trap to me because there's all these sharp sharp rocks. And you're trying, you're trying to cl climb up a, a mountain. You kept sliding down, and if you slide down at, at a certain angle, that could be the death of you too. So yeah, <laughs> what do you think? That's what makes it fun. That's oh my god! Like no, seriously. <laughs> like again, I you know, trapped here. I, like I'm used to this stuff, right? Like there are places on Mount Rainier that, that it's just like a cliff, right? The trail mm -hmm. is a cliff, like you're walking on the ledge that's what it reminded me of when we you know we were climbing that mountain on Uterpe. um i was just thinking like wow you know, this this feels dangerous i don't want to fall and don't look down right because the mountains 
seem very high there as opposed to like when you're on microtech and i think it may just be because the you know the, the size of the moon versus the size of a planet so when you're on a mountain on Euterpe, it you feel you like you're really up high and in fact that's why we called the ship to come get us because we don't want to yeah. have to climb back down <laughs> right <laughs> but you know, yeah maybe we, maybe if they bring in rope tech then i'll be on here a little oh bit yeah that's it yeah gotta get that rope tech yeah Start Jay, down. I, I just want to say, you can't tell a gamer not to look down. Because as soon as you say don't look down, what is, what is the gamer going to do? They're going to look down. Yeah, they're all down. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. But true. we came, when we flew into Euterpe, um, we went to see, the first thing we went to see was the Icebreaker Racetrack. And, and it's got, you know, a historical place in the Star Citizen Um not so much lore, but the Star Citizen community, because that was the mm -hmm. first community-made racetrack in the game, like from oh, XPR. Huge. Yeah. So that if you ever want to visit a landmark um, that's in the Microtech system that comes from the community, go to Uterpe and visit the Icebreaker Racetrack. Thank you for that. I, I, I forgot too. about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it, the 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 things that are in this game are not only the things that the game devs put in there, but are also the things that we that we discover ourselves, and that's that's what makes this a very special experience. It's not always so extremely curated. It sometimes it's it's emergent and and what we we make of it. Yeah, it's it's you know the community and the developers working together. That you know developers saw the community made something cool, and they said, well. It wouldn't be much to just add it some more things in to you know make this racetrack even cooler than what's there, and then that's what led to all the other racetracks yep. that um, you know we see that were community made, and I I love it because it, it's it's just it it just shows the bond between the community and the developers. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, Griffin is asking in chat: Did we see icebreaker or a snake pit? Dark Knight has snake pit. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dark Knight, for that. Yeah, that that that, 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 that uh, Utopia was one of the was the first moon that we visited. So I, I my yeah. my notes were I was just starting to take notes on on on, on stuff for, for the day. So so I I forgot about the race track. Thank you for that, Jay. Yeah, and my thoughts were like. We visited Cleo first, then went to Utopia. I, I didn't know that uh, had less, Utopia had less gravity than, than Cleo, so that was fun. <laughs> you could jump and, and, and jump, for, not for miles, but you know, these tall buildings in a single balance, not quite. But yeah, that, that, was, that was fun. But those rocks, man, I was scared of, of, of taking a jump and, and, and landing on a rock by accident because you did <laughs> not want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I would I try to be careful where I jump, but sometimes you you, you can't really control or or, or or have control over that. So, but yeah, yeah. trying trying to climb that mountain and then you know, that would be a good a good mount a good um, ski resort because you know you you, you slide w w without trying to slide. So and, and you know you can actually ski in this game, or well, it's more like snowboard. If you if you break a yeah. wing off of a plane. And you you stand oh, yeah. on it. You can you can slide down these mountains like you have no control at all. But it's mm -hmm. it's an exhilarating experience. Yeah. And yeah, I hope you have insurance or or, 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 or good medical. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that is the terrific. Uh, so up next we have 
the iron is jericho and abdu you want to take this oh yeah very familiar with the jericho the ins jericho is a space station in the stanton system located close to microtech's lagrange point one aka mike l1 nick l1 whatever it is a naval base acting as a forward outpost for quick deployment of uee naval forces within the stanton system it was completed in 2871 and named after famed squadron leader amare jericho the station is outfitted to provide logistical support, refueling, and resupply options for a variety of capital ships, as well as smaller support and combat vessels. Makes for a great place to take some, some photography here, too. Some screenshots. Thank you for that. And this is the site for the um, uh, Xenothreat. We get to the, uh, the, the, the INS Jericho. So, yeah, I've seen this quite a few times. It, it's been a while. Uh, Jay, do you have any thoughts about the INS Jericho? Um, yeah, I I do have some thoughts. I do hope that they're not done with it, and I, I doubt that they are because most things in this game they're not done with. Um, I would like to see them add a bit more to it. it it's great during Xenothreat, and I, I'd like there to be a reason to visit it when there's not a Xenothreat going on. Um, maybe yeah. some missions for the UE Navy. And I'm saying that as somebody who's not a big fan of the UE, but just for gamers in general, just for star citizens in general, to have more content, I would love for them to make um, INS Jericho, you know, a bit more used than just for Xenothreat. Yeah, I mean, it has landing pads and it has a, like, not a hangar, but like a garage that you can walk into with a little pad. That's how you interact with being able to sell um, the things that you pick up, the the boxes that you pick up from... Uh, from from Xenothreat when you're doing the mission, but it would be so cool if you could actually, you know, maybe do more inside of it. If it was almost like its own landing zone or something, where um, you could look out from inside of it or something like that, or if there was a way to to board, um, you know, a javelin or something um, when it's when it's docked there. Um, yeah, cool place. Yeah. I don't have too much experience with with the Jericho. I was mostly manning a turret or a pilot doing Xeno threat, so I wasn't actually moving moving the boxes to to and from. Um, I did I did go inside one time because I think we uh, the, the owner of the ship had to had to be the one to to sell or uh, to sell the stuff. So yeah, I did go inside, but it didn't didn't really stay long. Yeah, but yeah there's the like a cool guy standing around in there or something like that, and a and a and a, a little kiosk or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think we have Lagrange Point and Jade. You're up. Yeah. So the Lagrange Points um, have a rest and relax uh, rest stop, and they're called um, Rest and Relax because that's the company's name. That you know, it's like. Yeah, that's the company's name that operates them. And um, they're at Mike L1, um, Shallow Frontier. There's uh, Mike L2, which is Long Forest Station. Mike L3, which is Endless Odyssey Station. Mike L4, which is the Red Crossroads Station. And Mike L5, which is at, uh, which is called Modern Icarus Station. And as I said in another other show, uh, Lagrange points are named after the Italian mathematician uh, Joseph Louis Lagrange, and they represent a place in space where things are in a, a like stable place because the gravitational 
pull of one body cancels out the gravitational pull of another. And so think of them as like valleys or peaks where something can sort of be stationary in space. Yeah, so the, the rest of the lack is owned by our core system and the ionic goes one of the other uh, Lagrange point. So, Jade, before we move on, it, it, it is pronounced No, 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 no. Rest, and, rest and Relax is the name of the company. Rest and Relax, right. Yeah. But it, 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 look at it in, in the all cup system. Sorry, all cup system. The company? Uh, uh, okay, okay. So that's what it says on, on the screen. Yeah, it's what it says, but it's not correct. Oh, okay. That's why. That's why. Okay. Now, why? Why you skipped over that? That's okay. Now it makes sense. See, I just okay. called editing before. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's why I didn't read it because I, I realized okay. it, was, it was incorrect because it, because rest and relax um, operates those uh, those rest stops throughout Stanton and actually in more <laughs> the galaxy. So yeah. I love the I love the on on air editing. On air editing. See? We're doing it live. Yeah, right, exactly. So but Jade, are you sure it's not it's not pronounced Lagrange? Only in and only in a um song by these guys with beards that I I I only that was the first time I like when I said why is everybody calling this Lagrange like it's Lagrange don't they know that like I I had never heard that song I still haven't heard it I just know about it from Griff yeah I never heard it right but yeah I was like why is everybody calling them Lagrange points because it had range at at the at the end of the word so range is pronounced a certain way so that's why we say range instead of one. These are people that didn't take astronomy 101. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that, those are the Lagrange points, as you uh, pronounced it correctly. But yeah, mm -hmm. thank you for that. Yeah, I don't have too much. Um, it, uh, I, I, we all go to Mike, Mike L1 for the um, for dinner threat. Other than that, I don't typically go to these. How about you, Abdi? Um, yeah, Xenothreat, and yeah, I don't do a ton of mining in Microtech. Uh, most of my mining I do around ArcCorp, and I do some um, in the Crusader system, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, if you were doing mining, I know that one of these stations is kind of just super out there. Um, so if you're talking about, like, mining in an area... And I got into a debate with some person about this on Reddit recently. Um, there are people that don't like mining out in space. Some people think planetary mining is the way to go. But there are others that see it as, as you know, just a gameplay loop that they enjoy being out in space. If you're, if you're talking about something like that where you don't have to worry about any pirates or really anybody bothering you and you just want to be close to the station or anything like that, um, the the Mike Lagrange points are really nice because they're way out there. Um, I think M Mike L5 has like so little around it. Um, and there's not a lot of people that are frequenting it. So if you're, I mean, it might be a place that you'd want to consider um, doing some of your mining. Uh, let me just make sure on that though. I, I wasn't sure. Some of these do have a refinery and some of them don't. Uh, but yeah, yeah. How about you, Jay? Have you experience without with these other than the correct pronunciation? Um, yeah, I've I've visited each one of these stations um, because I 
you know, I do fashion citizen. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I look for, you know, different items in, in the different stations. Um, but also just because like, you know, each of these stations, I know a lot of people say, oh, they all look alike, but th there, there are differences. And, you know, sometimes they're subtle, sometimes they're not so subtle. And I, you know, I just like seeing how different each station is. The layout inside is different. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. So the, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Jay. No, it's okay. you didn't. I was done. Um, just to go back to what I was saying before, if you're looking for uh, refineries in the um, in the art in the microtech location, it's uh, Mike L1, Mike L2, and Mike L5. So Mike L5 definitely is a place where you can go do refineries for that. And Jade, you you, you brought up uh, fashion and so something that um, I, I I took extensive not not extensive note, but I took quite a few notes about. about um, uh, New Babbage, and one of the things that I, I forgot to mention was Aparelli. You can go to the Aparelli and um and and New Babbage, and you know, people, I, I I was screaming the um my games. People could see what was what, what I could see, and you know, I think Aparelli was just a bit too snobbish for me. <laughs> I don't know if uh, the, the other stores around around the grind point are similar, mm -hmm. but yeah, I did. I, I looked in the Apple and I'm like, nope, not for me. There may be a, a couple of outfits I, I'm, I'm, I might have gotten, but I decided not, not to get anything. But yeah. So no, so no they, they have cassava outlets, which are probably more your speed, fast cart. Um, but Apparelli, I love it because it's unique, right? It's just like. It is how, unique. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like the new store at Orison McCall. Like, I love that these these shops are unique. Apparelli is so high end, they don't even have kiosks, right? Mm. That, like, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I I like some of the clothes that are there. I don't like all of them, but, um, you know, I, I, I do get my heeled boots there. Um, there you go. Yeah, and you know, I I want to see um, you know more fashion, um, more of that microtech fashion that they showed us uh, artwork for um, initially. I'd like to see that appear there too. And yeah, um, right across from Apparelli is a place that's not open yet, but it also deserves a mention since we're talking about microtech and New Babbage is Oza Restaurant. And oh, Oza yeah. is yeah, Oza is a fruit, and it's like called like neo imperial cuisine. So this is a I was place wondering why it was called Oza, but go ahead. Yeah, well, now you know. Oza's, uh, Oza mm -hmm. is a fruit, and you can pick up Oza's in the game. They they exist in the game right now. Um, and th this restaurant, I assume it looks like a very high-end restaurant, and that'll be like a place probably um, fairy crafting. You'll have to wear the right thing to get in. So if you don't have mm. it, you can go right across the Apparelli, get yourself something, make yourself look good, and then you go in and eat. At you mean I, I, I can't just go, go walking in wearing my flight suit? No, how are you gonna eat that helmet? <laughs> Gotta no, take no, the helmet no, no, off no, no, anyway. No, nah, he's going in. He's going in there with his uh, with his uh, medical robe. monocle, monocle and top <laughs> gown, <laughs> medical gown. <laughs> uh, uh, Make stars. sure the back is tied, okay? Make sure the back Ooh. is tied. Peak Star Citizen has a medical gown with a monocle. <laughs> uh, one other thing, um, when you go to the spaceport, you're greeted by the hologram. I forget, I forgot to mention that. And yeah. one of the things, the hologram, it, it, it voiced by Anna Demetrio, she also does the, the voice for the dinner threat. Um, 
the the the, the one in charge of um uh, you know threat. Yeah, her but, like you know, character is called Miss Miss Babbage or Babbage, Miss New Babbage. Yeah. yeah, and then of course uh, we know her as Rowena Dooley and um. New Dooley, yeah. Thank you. Another but thing I was just thinking on microtech I, area. I feel like yeah. Another thing about microtech's holograms we didn't mention, and a lot of people just run right by them, but you'll see holographic butterflies. And, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Slow down again. Slow down. Yeah, that's you know, a different. I would say. And, and walk and, and and really look at some of these things. They put a lot of work into them. Oh, the hyperspace loop too. The little uh, the hyperspace loop or whatever it's called. When you're ooh. Whoa. Whoa. Thank Hello. you, Anonymous. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Thank you, Anonymous, for ten gift stubs. Appreciate that. Thank you, Anonymous. Appreciate look it. All these, look at all that. That's so nice. Yeah, Thank that was you. that was surprising just, just at the end. So yeah. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to say about the hologram is that, you know, I don't think that this will be the only system or the only planet that has the hologram as a greener when, when you come to land. I just want to offer my services to CIG. I know the holograms like to tell a joke. I'm available for for, for <laughs> performance <laughs> capture if you ever need, need someone else to take, tell a joke that, for, to greet it. So I'm just letting you know I'm available. All right. As long as you can use a hacking chip to to ban the uh, to ban the joke. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I uh, noticed we don't have things any... I want to say about this area too. Um, oh, go ahead. So th they've done a couple of fun things for different events. Uh, there was a race, or not a race, a time trial that they they had a competition uh -huh. for, where you could do the the space loop between um, uh, the spaceport and then like the the. What's the name of the the Grand Aspire? Is that what that is? The one oh, yeah, with the Grand Aspire. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the building with yeah. So like you could do that and then land on the roof of that, uh, and you could. Uh, I think someone ended up winning the time trial for that, um, but it ends up being a really cool kind of like you know time yourself loop through the different uh, structures on the uh, on the tramway and and uh, I always I always appreciated that. And then uh, there was another thing that they do there too. Oh, I cannot remember. Whammers. Our mascot, Whammers, <laughs> yeah. is, is, is there. So we, we got to give, give a shout out to Whammers. We, we should also mention it's the first place that they put roads. There's oh. there's actually roads around New Babbage. Now, we don't actually see the road, but there are street lights that guide oh, the way. Yeah. And you can drive Ooh. that route. It, you know, if you want to do something, another little challenge, drive the road to New Babbage. With, at night, because then you, it's easier at night because you can see the street lights better. Yeah, but yeah. I, 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 I had a tough time trying trying to land at New Babbage. I'm a microtech on, at night, so yeah, it's great to be at night, but landing there is a pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then of course last year, right after CitizenCon, they had the inaugural New Babbage Bash, which was CIG developers versus the racing community, and uh, I I participated in it. And uh, once again, somebody from my org won a uh, race, RP uh, twenty thousand ten won the New Bab New Babbage Bash. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to get a what a conference. Are we doing a giveaway, or is that was that a mistake? Oh, y'all doing a giveaway. So, yeah, evidently we're doing a giveaway for a Fury. Uh, you could say ticket one, I collect one ticket one to to, to enter the giveaway. The Fury oh, Twin Pack. The, okay, the Fury, Fury Twin Pack. Thank you. Yeah, want to enter the giveaway. And we do not have any questions, but uh, we want to enter any questions real quick. We, we, we can get to that. But, yeah. Um, 
Cool. A tenure insurance. Okay, not LTR. Tenure insurance. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, for those uh, explanations, Griffin. But yeah, doing a giveaway. Oh, for yeah. reaching three thousand. Okay. Thank you for that. Okay, yeah, appreciate exciting, it. And yeah. just to let you know. If you're a member of the Soul Team, you're not eligible to, to, to for the giveaway, okay? <laughs> and if you have ways of finding you, Go Mob, if you made a secondary account, <laughs> <laughs> not just Go Mob, Colossal too. You gotta go, you gotta call him out too. <laughs> well, Colossal's a teacher, so we give him a pass. <laughs> no, we don't. Is oh, by the way, thank you for thank, thank you for the follow to Yabin Five. Thank you for the follow. Ah, boo. <laughs> 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 oh yes. Well, that's oh, it is LTI. Okay, so it is LTI. Great. Oh, yeah, so the, other, the furry, the furry twin pack. Go ahead, the exclamation point ticket. What was that? Sorry, Abdick. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, if you need me to take up some time, I have one other thing. Um, one of the reasons why I, I I do love Microtech is because, like I said, when I came back to playing this game, that was the planetary landing zone I I chose, and I. Uh, the view that you have looking out of the of the uh, of the of the tram, uh, looking up as you're leaving the uh, Aspire Grand or whatever it is, it's so it's it's amazing. They have like the, the the little tram that they have has like glass domes on the roof, so you can like look and see everything. When we're talking about slowing down when you're walking through this game, that's that's one thing. You know, a, a tram oh. can just be a way to get from some place to another place without using a loading screen, but it can also be a time to look at something super beautiful and and take a screenshot and look at look at the uh, look at the scenery that they so so wonderfully curated for us to see. So, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, and it was the first place um, that your hab you could look out the, a window. And like oh. really see the city from your hab. So I mean, uh, just just the the views from different uh, locations in New Babbage, just in general, are breathtaking. Mm -hmm. They are. And I, and I reminded the first time I'm um, Drew Wager, who came from Elite Dangerous. He looked out the window and thought he thought the, the, everything he saw past a certain point was a, a backdrop. It, 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 no, people in chat had to tell him, no, if you see, if you see it, you can, you can go there. So, yeah, I, 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 that's pretty cool. And for one, one, one last time, it is a furry trend pack plus leatherback paint from ILW. No, so, I, it's an ILW, but I mean, look, in, in this long speech. It's I. Oh, sorry. I. Okay. Uh, thank you. And the winner will, will send the information to. Well, we'll get to that when when we get to the uh, winner. But I think we, uh, enough people should have entered to give like another ten or so seconds before we um close it. Oh yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, Jade, uh, you want to do a countdown from five? And, sure. and we'll get, get, ho 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 hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll give Griffin enough time to close it before you ready. Are, are you ready, Griffin? I'm going to take that as a hopefully, yeah. So there you go. So yeah, yeah give us a countdown, Jade, from, from five. Sure. T-minus five seconds, four, three, two, one, lift off. And the winner is Northern Trooper won the giveaway. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Northern Trooper, congratulations. Yeah, that's uh, who climbed oh, the mountain you, with us. 
There you go. Yeah, that's nice. true. So uh, Griffin gave us a Gmail, but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind if you took uh, sending your your um, RSI address. Do it. No, do you want to do it? Okay. So yeah, Gmail. <laughs> All right. So uh, Northern Trooper, just go ahead and send your your RSI um, email address and your RSI account name to Soul Citizen for the SNN at Gmail dot com. So thank you and congratulations to Northern Cooper. Congrats. Congrats. Silent class. You won a free twin pack for the Slutterback paint. I you know, you do some racing in that thing. Or maybe yeah, man. off till the till the LX comes up. Yeah. <laughs> you probably could upgrade it to, from, from the from the um the, 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 the main one to the to the LX. So yeah, you could do that possibility. All right, so I think that's it for this for us tonight. I want to thank thank you for all the people who are watching. Thank you for the donator to especially for the Saint Jude um hospital um children's hospital fundraiser. I was just reminded we are doing our twelve hour live stream on October first. Um, look forward to it. We'll be doing some more giveaways on on that day as well as having special guests. I'm looking forward to see Abby and and Jade there uh, as well. And I want to thank Abby and Jade for being on tonight too for I hope uh, hopefully our, our fun time. So thank you all. Thank you both for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah, seriously, uh, thank you so much. Love being here. I know we didn't talk about this during the show, but Jay, do you want to tell us uh, what's going on on Thursday? Sure. Thursday is, and every Thursday, is Soul Talk at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and that is the show where you, the community, can come into our Discord and talk with us on the stream about whatever was going on in Star Citizen, um, you know, that week or just in general. So come and uh, talk with us. Thank you. Yes, and that's a com community event. People can come in and talk to Star Citizen. So that's cool. Uh, Aubrey, you want to talk, talk about Soul Voices on Saturday? Yeah. So on Saturday, it's another opportunity for you to have your voice heard, but it's, it's a little bit more of an intimate setting. Um, with Soul Voices being at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, we talk about news uh, from the community, things like Reddit, Spectrum, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Uh, sometimes you get special appearances from uh, from from <laughs> <laughs> from G Lock. Uh, no, but the player hater, player hater, player hater, yeah, player hater. yeah. Player hater is coming by. So uh, if you're ever looking for just a nice chill time on a Saturday, and it's also part of the uh, a content block with uh, uh, Paul, it's the, uh, the Paul podcast, the Astro Historian, yeah. and also uh, Relay Relay Station, yeah. So yeah, if you if you're looking for just like podcast it, yeah. If you if you have a, a bunch of stuff you got to do um on a Saturday, it's a it's it's a nice time to be able to mow the lawn, get your chores done and just have them in your ears. So um yeah, check them out. And then next Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, midnight UTC, we're having a show called Planetary Playtime. That's where we talk about recreation in the verse, and that should be yeah, a, a fun, a, a fun show. I believe, uh, Jade, you, 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 you're going to be on on that one again. I believe so. Yeah. yeah so recreation in the verse again Sunday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, not on normal time, and then the Sunday after that is when we when we do our um a 12 hour live stream. So yeah, I think that's it, and we are going to raid. Uh, Stardump Grimm.
Yeah, make sure you send them my love and, and, and tell them what, what the stuff we talk about today on the show. Hopefully, he, he's having a fun time over there. So, yeah, that, that's it for us now. So, be, be sure to say hi to them for us. With that, oh, yeah. peace, love, and soul. Take care, everybody.